Why are police photographing our license plates? What are we doing for veterans returning home damaged physically and mentally, suffering from depression, homelessness, and suicide? Why did the Supreme Court deposit corporate money into our electoral process? Should we redefine middle class as working poor? Or is it just another Wall Street merger? What's really behind new voter picture ID laws in certain states? Why aren't NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox asking these questions? Welcome to the Reasonable Voice radio show. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice. The mission of the Reasonable Voice is to connect the dots between politics and finance, the need for better and more affordable education, our humanity, world peace, and, of course, the arts, which we then gladly provide our listeners, the voting public, as informative food for thought to provoke their self-determination and appetite for equal economic opportunity and justice for all without truth decay. The Reasonable Voices are advocates prioritizing education, preserving our history, leading by example for a peaceful and prosperous world by evoking and embracing both creative artists and political unity as solutions to our challenges. Good day and welcome to the Reasonable Voices radio news talk program. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice. In keeping with the ongoing, but hopefully given recent news of relaxing mask-wearing and social distancing restrictions and reopening much of America's businesses, our team of Reasonable Voices is launching a new series, focusing primarily on artistic guests of every discipline in the arts to share their experiences, both professionally and personally, concerning their personal and emotional life and professional career pursuits before, during, and now, hopefully, after a global pandemic. Our reasonable voice today is Daniel L. Garner, who, with Michelle Garner, is the co-creator of O.G. Rose. While attending the University of Virginia in Charlottesville, Virginia, O.G. Rose encompassed several years of working collaboratively with other artists at Unoya, a creative community O.G. Rose helped develop. Daniel and his co-creator, Michelle, now live on a farm while also managing Mead Lake Lodge, a wedding venue. Daniel also owns and operates Frozen Glory Photography and teaches piano using visuals from the DLG pattern method, all while being a finalist for the 2020 UNO Press Lab Prize and 46 Pushcart nominee. The collaborative creative work of O.G. Rose appears at the Wright Launch, Honda Review, Iowa Review, The William and Mary Review, Toho, Ellipsis, Quadra Review, and Open and Broken Pencil. You can find their work at both OGRose.com and DLGPM.com. Well, Daniel, it took a global pandemic to keep us apart, so how are you, Michelle, and the family doing these days? Oh, we're doing well, Marcello. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, well, the three kids are good. We've, we've got some of the garden planted with tomatoes. Somebody's got to feed the deer, I suppose. And uh, you'll see if we can keep them out with coffee grains. But the, the, we're starting to get back into the swing of things at the wedding venue. We had one this weekend. The rain held off. That was good. Uh, but it's, you know, it, it's interesting. The, the pandemic's been an opportunity. Uh, obviously, it's been devastating. But there's also been some chances to finish up some projects, some writing projects, to get some submissions 
questions out, to do some work on the pattern method. So, so it, we, uh, we've been trying to make the best of it. Uh, again, operating a wedding venue during a pandemic can be, uh, can be a challenge, but you know, we, we, we try to acknowledge the ways the sky is still blue. <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, uh, wedding days are challenging for anyone. I just don't know how you did it. Did people get married with masks on? I tell you, well, you know, a lot of the ceremonies were outdoors and as in, frankly, a number of ceremonies had to be rescheduled and moved around. But as you started to get this time of year where now there's uh, the outdoor, you can have more people, you can have less mass. So you have the ceremonies outdoors, then you change things indoors, you set up tables outside best you can. So, you you know, you work with it, figure it out. I mean, I think the key is if you're not panicking, I mean, you just don't want to give off an aura of panic or problems and that that can comfort people and and we just get it done we make we make it happen and bride yesterday was just very very pleased and happy so we're we're working on through it excellent okay within the context of our new series here tell us when you created your daniel l garner pattern method you know, when I got to college, I'd always wanted to learn piano, but couldn't play a note. And I found this old piano in, in the basement of old Cabell. And uh, I was just sort of playing around with it and looking and trying to figure out what sounded nice, because sounding nice was the low bar I was trying to meet at that time. And I said, oh, it looks like there's almost kind of like patterns. You know, there are these L's, there are these upside down L's. And for me, in being a visual person, discovering a way to play within visuals, because I realized that if you locate one of these L's, you lock yourself in, you're then liberated to play all day long. And what was nice about it too, is that enabled me to build confidence on the piano. Cause sometimes I think when you introduce sheet music or particular songs you wanna learn too early, there's then a standard against which you can fail. But when you learn to improvise and riff first, then you build your confidence and then you can introduce songs and you, and you're, and you're, and you, and you don't get discouraged. You just keep going. So I guess that was, when was that? 2009, I think Marcello is when, when that all started. So it was not caused by a need to try something else because of COVID. You had this up and running a good deal before COVID. Is that oh that sure? And, and to clarify, yeah. you know, for me, I taught myself the piano using that, and then frankly, for like six years, I didn't think anything about it because I guess I just assumed everyone learned piano that way. And then I showed it to a friend, and they were like, "Oh wow!" And they really liked it. And that's when it started to occur to me that it was really nice. But it definitely that it could help people. But it was definitely the case that with COVID that there were a lot of people who were who were very interested in kind of looking for ways to use COVID to explore new avenues. You know, if you're stuck at home, yes. and you can't go out. And so that's when I we just recently had with a, with Indie Thinkers, they were interested in doing a workshop, which we had a lot of people attend that were just super excited. That was neat. I had some other events in the summer and different things. So it has certainly been under COVID that there's been a lot of people who, you know, because the other thing with the method is it helps you engage in piano therapy is what I'll call mm. it. The ability to just sit down at the piano and play for hours, because as long as you stay within the pattern, you can play all you like. And, and it was neat to see how, how people enjoyed that and to have that kind of way to have release during these times. Well, you know, as I learned about the pattern from you just before COVID, that's what I was thinking, to, how terrific it would be to have something like this. You know, I had a friend in New York sent me 30 songs before COVID started. What can you do with this? Can you make a musical? And I was so busy and then COVID hit and I wrote the book to the musical to be able to find some kind of silver lining. It's a good thing. The arts, I think, always do that for us. The problem was generally in the past, our history, the arts that helped the most was being able to go out, 
go to movies and go to see shows. And that all of that, of course, stopped abruptly. So how exactly is your Garner pattern method different? And how, how does that difference impact on music lovers at, at all levels, it sounds like? Oh, no, it's, it's a great question. I would say, first off, one of the main, so a lot of people want to learn an instrument. I think it's one of the big desires, one of the big regrets people have is they never learned an instrument. And yet very few people actually do. And so there's kind of a question of why is that? Why do so many people want to learn an instrument, but they don't, or they start and they get discouraged? And one of the main reasons is because they don't, like we were talking about music confidence, they, they sit down and it feels like a massive mountain to climb in order to learn the piano or to learn the instrument. You've got to learn, you feel like you have to learn sheet music. You feel like you have to learn all the chords. You feel like all of the, the time signatures, all these different things. And then you just take a deep breath, <sighs> kind of a big sigh and you say, well, I guess I won't be able to do it. And then, and then that's that. But the key with the pattern method is by simply making it these visual patterns. And all you have to do is stay in the L. It's much less complex and that you can improvise and play all day long. And so then people sit down and it probably takes about a week, say, to learn one of the patterns. There's a pattern for every key. There's a, there's a, the long L for G, the two L's for D. I can go on and all that can be found on the website. And once you learn one of these, then you can just play. So the big thing is one, it helps you build music confidence, which then if you want to go and learn sheet music, if you want to go and learn particular songs, you most certainly can. But also very importantly, you're free to make your own music. And also to riff off of other, other songs. One of the things that some of the students say that they really like is the feeling that they don't feel stuck. They don't feel bound. They don't feel like whatever the song is they're trying to play, they, they have to just play that. They can, they can improvise off it and riff and then go into their own music all they like. So first, it builds music confidence. Two, it makes you feel like you're not stuck. Three, it introduces a visual method as opposed to just something more involving numbers or, or things like that, which for a lot of people who are right brain, that, that's going to open some avenues. And then four, it really helps you create your own music. Like if you want to produce your own songs or different things, as I was mentioning before, it really opens that door because like, for example, let's say you're trying to write a song and you're looking for a chord progression. Well, that can be hard sometimes because you have three fourths, you have to count, you know, where does it go? Well, as long as you're any, any combination of uh, piano keys within a pattern will be a chord. And so it's really helped uh, some of the, the artists, uh, the musicians I know, really quickly create new chord progressions that have helped them make new songs. So it's an avenue, I would say, for music lovers that opens up all those different doors. You know, you've mentioned several times in your answer, you just, there's an L for this and there's an L for that, a large... <laughs> Maybe we better explain, well, first of all, and we will do this several times to make certain everyone knows how to reach out and learn more, but what is the website where one can go and see those L's? They might even, as they're listening, want to check it out. What's the website? Oh, that would be excellent. DLGPM.com. The letter D, the letter L, the letter G, PM.com. And that stands for the Daniel L. Garner Pattern Method. You can also find on YouTube, if you look up DLGPM, all sorts of videos. Uh, it, it can be difficult, I fear, to talk about a visual method on an audio. So, you know, so <laughs> people, you know, want to, to, to check out the L's, that would be a really good way to see them. Yes. And if they do that, one of the wonderful things about a podcast is that you can stop and do that. And I'm sure between us, we'll supply a slideshow for the broadcast. Excellent. Uh, yes. I wonder, it, it's not just for piano, right? How can you apply it to other instruments and, and name some of them for us? Tell us. So any instrument that has kind of a keyboard structure, like take a xylophone. You know, if you can use the L's on the xylophone, you can use the L on the accordion. 
You can use it on the organ. Any of those kind of instruments, you'll be able to do it. And the other thing we've been working on is there actually are L's on cellos and violins and the string instruments. Now to do those, we're trying to make some slips that go on the fingerboards. So that, that's a little further down the road, but you certainly can use this on, a, a, I've got a lot of people who like making beats, who have an electric piano and they're like a beat maker who love to use the L for that. So any instrument that has that keyboard structure, you would be able to use the method for. Okay. The next question I really wanted to ask is what are these L's and how do they fit? Let's stick with the piano for now. How do they fit on the keyboard? Even if you have to explain what happens to the left of the two black keys and right of the three black keys or whatever, however you wish to explain, however you explain it to your students, what are these L's and, and how do they work? The patterns are a series of notes that you can play in any order and any combination that as long as you stay locked in that shape, you will sound good. You will make music. You will not have any unintentional dissonance. So as long as you, you locate a pattern, you lock yourself in, you're then liberated to play. So you're starting with all, all those three words start with L's to get the point across. So for example, if we take the pattern that goes with the key of G and every single pattern corresponds with a key. So you have the key of G, you have the key of E, and that's a, what I like to call a family of notes that, uh, that sound good together. So G, for example, if you have the black key, the F sharp, then you can go from the F sharp to the white key, the G, then you can go A, B, C, D, E. And it's like a long L if you look at the, at the keyboard. It goes from F sharp down, and then it goes across all the way to the white key of F, which you don't play because that's not in the key of G. So that L shape, since on the piano, if the piano is divided into sections, it's usually like seven or eight, depending on the size of the piano, that's called an octave. And that pattern just repeats in every single octave. And you can jump around between the octaves within the same pattern, and, and it will always go together. So for another example, the pattern of D is two L's. You, it's very, you, know, you have the F sharp, just like the G. It goes F sharp, then it goes G, A, B, and then you jump up to the C sharp, and then you go C sharp, D, and E, and you don't do the, the white key of F. So now you have two L's, and that would be the key of D. And all up and down the piano in every single octave, that pattern repeats. And as long as you stay locked within it, you're liberated to play all up and down the piano. And, and it goes on. We obviously, you know, we have patterns for the D, I mean, for the E, the A, the B, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the general gist of it, Marcello. And when you use these letters, leaving out L for the moment, when you say pattern for A or pattern for E or D, et cetera, you're talking about what are the keys in music. Yes, absolutely. So the key of A, the key of C sharp, the key of B flat and so forth. Yes. But you are breaking them down by discovering that there are L patterns that make this work for people who don't have an education in music, but want to make music. That's mm. really astounding. You know, I know we've talked about it before, but every time I hear about it, it's like, wow. You know, because I went to Peabody Conservatory of Music. I didn't major in, in piano by any means, but I could play a little back in those days. I could have used your pattern then, Daniel, let me tell you. <laughs> I, uh, how, how do you, you know, how do you replace numbers and notations with patterns and shapes? No, it's a great question. I appreciate all your kind words, Marcello. And to also just clarify, you know, I am in no way whatsoever in that saying that the traditional way of learning music, to use that language, doesn't help people. It obviously helps millions of people. And for lots of people, yes. it works. The issue is, is it's almost like, 
I, you need different tools for different people, you know, different methods for different people. Some things resonate with some people versus others. And what's been neat is finding so many people for whom tried the traditional method that it didn't click with them, who then use this method and it clicks. So, you know, and actually you could learn both methods if you liked, you know, if you, if you learn the traditional way where you could read music, but then you also know the pattern way you can combine them and improvise off your sheet music. So you can do all sorts of things like that. But to your question of how you replace numbers and, and different things with patterns, well, one of the, the, the key ideas is you're trying to simplify. So for people who encounter numbers and they get really confused and you say, well, you know, a chord is something where if you count over three fifths, I think it is, you know, that you can find a chord. They, they hear that and they kind of panic. They're like, ah, now, of course, it's, it's not so bad. You can sit down and do that, but they can kind of panic. But if instead you say to them, hey, you know, you can make a chord just by staying within these keys. Well, I've taken the numbers out. They're not there. And all they need to know is by staying within the L's that they're, they're good to go. Now, when it comes to things like rhythm, you know, we have a video on the course that talks about what I call the anchor hand and the dance hand. When you're starting off, it's great just to have your, your left hand hold because you need both hands to be in the same pattern. If you're choosing the pattern of G, you need to keep both hands in it. Well, then you use your anchor hand, which for me would be my left hand because I'm right hand dominant. You keep that on something simple. You use the sustain pedal, say on your piano to keep the notes in the air. I always advise the students to do that. And then with your right hand, you can just explore, you know, explore within the pattern, move around and do some dancing. And so you start off with a simple rhythm. And then the funny thing is I've actually found a lot of people who like the pattern method actually get very good at rhythm pretty quickly. They have a natural ear for it where they can learn how to do it. And so then they get the rhythm from habit. And like we say, I like to say that this method will teach you how to teach yourself piano. It's kind of the way I put it because now it's like a tinkering method. Like now that you know this, you can sit at the piano, tinker, discover rhythm and go from there. And the other thing I would say is the method actually kind of tries to combine practice and creation. And what I mean by that is very often you can feel like in traditional music that you have to practice and then you can make music and then you can sound good. But what we're trying to do here is by just by staying in the pattern, you're going to sound nice. I know that's a general phrase, but you're going to sound lovely. And that will give you kind of the confidence too to keep practicing and creating at the same time as you develop the habit and skills to create the rhythm, to time yourself and to go from there. Excellent. I think it's probably time. It's a good note, <laughs> Daniel, to take a break and let us take all of this in. But before we go, I do want to say, don't anyone go away. I know you have several good reviews on social media. Can you mention a couple of them for us? You know, a lot of people after the class have been, been very kind, saying it's kind of given them the confidence that they thought it was the best use of an hour they've had all month, different day. You can find all those under the OG Rose, because a lot of people on Twitter used our, our writing work on the OG Rose writing Twitter account, where a lot of those things are out. And we're also going to get them up on the website under the, there's a testimony section that people can go to at the website DLGPM, that we're going to try to get things listed out there. Fantastic. All right, we will mention that again at the end of the next segment. But for right now, we're going to take a break. Our Reasonable Voice guest today is Daniel L. Garner, the co-creator of OG Rose. And Daniel L. Garner has created and is talking to us today about his Daniel L. Garner pattern method. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Today's film tilts to the melodramatic edge, often veering close to the soap operatic cliff that we might normally choose to avoid. But tilts and veers do not a disaster make. Looking back, 
After the wedding becomes a nice surprise. Danish director Susan Beer unfolds a story told mostly in English about the importance of family, no matter how unconventional its structure. Jacob seems way too good to be true. He is dedicated to saving the street children of India by operating a Mumbai orphanage dedicated to their welfare. The mission is on critical financial footing, and he is presented with an opportunity to take his case to Jorgen, a Danish billionaire who might come to their rescue. Back in Denmark to meet with Jorgen, Jacob is invited to the wedding of Jorgen's daughter, where surprise he meets Helene, his former lover and now Jorgen's wife. But the timing, oh my! Could their daughter possibly be Jacob's daughter? Did Jorgen set him up? This fascinating melodramatic tale takes many twists and turns. But rather than falling off the edge into the never go near category, after the wedding poses interesting questions with its ultimately believable and unexpectedly satisfying plot. Indie Film Minute, not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Welcome back to the Reasonable Voices News Talk Radio program. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, and our Reasonable Voice today is Daniel L. Garner, who, with Michelle Garner, is the co-creator of O.G. Rose. Daniel is talking with us today about another creation of his, and that is the Daniel L. Garner pattern method on how to teach yourself how to play the piano and other instruments. So let's pick up where we left off, Daniel, with testimonials, particularly on your Twitter account, O.G. Rose Writing. And we should say, I guess, that between you and Michelle, that was your first artistic coming out. Writing is the primary thing, and then everything else sort of grew from that. Would that be correct? I guess since I was very young, just uh, been writing away. So we, we've been doing a lot, and that would certainly be the, the, the beginning of everything. Well, very good. The pattern method of music making. I may have asked this already, and I may ask it in different ways again, because I really am trying to stress to everyone and to artists in particular and to people, you know, it's not a contest. We know doctors, nurses, professionals, everyone who worked in any hospital, first responders, we all felt safe, but those people had to go out every day and risk their lives and did, and not all survived. So we're not saying that that I feel that artists are more important than any of those who did their work, but I am recognizing that in my profession as an artist, that artists suddenly had, as with everyone, but our professions and our income stopped abruptly Mm. and will probably be the last to come back because of the very nature of the performing arts, like sports, you have to have huge crowds of people. So that's why I'm stressing this point. Your pattern method of music making, probably something that came in handy during a global pandemic. To the people who write the reviews, is that a big response that they were thankful to find something so creative at a time when, you know, you couldn't, there was much you couldn't do and, 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 be, and feel safe? Oh, so, I mean, we see it in the writing world as well, where people are talking about getting to write that novel or writing that story uh, has been important to them in, the, in this time. Well, it's been, it's been interesting because so many people have said things like, you know, I, you know, once this all started, I told myself, you know, I'm going to get a piano or I'm going to get one ordered and I'm going to sit down and do it. And then it just kind of sat there. You know, because you're like, Mm. oh, what am I going to do? Because it's not like you can get the teacher to come in so easily. Or if you want to do Zoom, uh, it might depend on your internet connection and and things like that. And by, you know, uh, one of the other things people have said that has been neat is that the method allows them almost to get lost in the piano, like they'll be playing and suddenly an hour goes by and like, oh, wow, I didn't I didn't know where the hour went, 
where other times mm. they say, you know, when I had a particular song the teacher wanted me to learn, I couldn't wait for the clock to get to noon so I could leave because I had to follow the metronome. You're like, oh my gosh, let, when will it end? But here they're like, oh, where did the hour go? I remember those. Oh, I tell you. So you're going, oh, where'd the hour go? And that, I think, when, you, when there's so much going on in the world, those kind of, I guess, what are called flow experiences where you're just in it are very nice. You know, they, I guess that uh, they can have an oasis feel to them and, and, and some, to some degree. And, and so, you know, because it's almost, uh, I think one of the words somebody used was a Sabbath, you know, it, instead of feeling like you had nothing to do when you were stuck, it could feel like rest, uh, which, you know, w- was neat. And I think uh, that, that, you know, not in any way whatsoever to, to say that it's good that a pandemic occurred so we could rest. Uh, that's not the, the case, but where music could create that opportunity to uh, just sort of feel like you're getting lost in something something beautiful that you've always wanted to do. That, that has been neat. The hope is that people would sit down and just explore one of these patterns and suddenly realize two hours went by and they didn't, they didn't even realize it and to, to feel like they had a wonderful time as they did it. And you know, and you're right, and I wanted to make that point too, that one doesn't have to enjoy a deserved break from a world that's too often in chaos. Certainly enough challenges to our peace of mind every day, that to be able to come home and sit down at a keyboard and now be able to create music. And of course, it isn't just a piano keyboard, but other instruments that you have mentioned. I think that's a beautiful thing, Daniel, and that you've come up with this and so many people are responding to it. There are many reasons, and it, and it beats just planting yourself like a vegetable in front of news that just keeps repeating itself over right. and over again something uplifting like being able to create music. How does one find out more about your pattern method? Is, is there an ebook in our future or, or are there videos? What do we do? Where do we go? Oh, excellent question. And I completely agree. I, I think, you know, it's good to be informed. It, it's good to know what's going on in the world. But I think sometimes we have to also learn ways to balance that. You know, if all you're doing is paying attention to breaking news, it probably won't take long before it breaks you. Because it's just in the business of grabbing your attention and making you feel like everything's on fire. And there are real problems and there are real concerns that we need to know about and work toward. But our ability to actually solve those problems is going to be impacted by our overall feeling about life and our confidence in ourselves to make a difference. And I think one of the roles the arts can have is to actually empower us and to feel that life is worth it to try to solve these bigger problems. So I think it's important to have that balance. To your question, uh, there is certainly an ebook. You can go to dlgpm.com and you'll find the ebook. There's a video course. Uh, there's testimonies. I try to put up a, I, every Monday. I, I just go downstairs and make up an improvisation on the spot that I've never thought about before to show some examples of what the method can do for you. You can listen to there's about 60 of them now. And that's, that's what's neat too, is there are students now like, you know, these different people who will send me songs that they, they create that they don't even think about doing before. They just sit down and, and there it is. They now have a seven minute piano piece. That's a, that's a wonder to, to listen to. So you can find all those things you mentioned, Marcello, um, at the website. You know, I'm loving this, uh, Daniel. As I said, I played a little as a vocal major at Peabody Conservatory of Music. I could play enough generally just to to help me learn the the arias I had to learn. But I'm thinking back as you say what you just said and this entire conversation, but just what you just said, there was a melody in my head that I often would sit down and play and it went something like, Bam, bam, da, 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 and then it had a, a, a counterpoint to it that I was able to figure out. And I never got beyond those first oh, half a dozen or dozen uh, notes 
but it still is in my head. And now what I'm going to do, I'm going to try commit to this year to using your method and going back to that melody and see how I can build on it because I loved it. And my friends all loved it. They thought it was great. I just wanted to see it go somewhere. But of course, I wasn't a pianist at the time, but you make me one perhaps. I'm so thrilled to hear that, Marcello. It's funny that you mentioned that a student sent me like a four note riff and the challenge was to try to build an entire song off of that. And I I get that a lot and and it's super fun to do that. You say you have videos out, yes, too? Yes, there's a, there's a whole video course, probably about 40, quite a few uh, that try to go through very slowly every pattern. There's also pattern transitions, which is another topic, uh, these different things that you can do, how you can play with other instruments and other people performing. It tries to go through all that uh, slowly and gradually. You mentioned students. Are you actively teaching? I don't know how you found time for all of the things you do. Your pattern method to students, either virtually or otherwise? Mostly virtually. You know, I had spoken with some schools right before COVID hit, uh, you know, so, you know, right before that. So a lot of it has been virtual, but I actually really like the virtual, honestly, because then I can, like, I have someone who wants to have a one-on-one to really get better at rhythm, to kind of talk about it to where you can do that. And then because I'm a, I guess, a crazy person, sometimes those people want to meet nine at night and that's you know the kids are asleep so that's more doable so i i like the virtual so it's it's at mostly at this point been sort of virtual sessions but you are teaching it yes yes sir ah so in other words they're hearing about it now on the reasonable voices but they can get an ebook they can watch videos and they can actually have lessons with you Oh, yes. Yes, sir. And we're, and we're trying to formalize it some more. You know, I had this event with the with the indie thinkers of these different schools, these middle schoolers, and uh, to get to, to to where people have contacted me and wanted to do it. And, and to, I really have enjoyed that quite, quite a bit. It's, it's fun to have that uh, active one on one to go through different things. Uh, so we're trying to get the, you know, the schedule up and different things. I honestly, we've been doing almost a lot of kind of test drives with with Zoom to make sure the connection works. It is certainly in some respects easier to do it in person. But then at the flip side, I've had some people over in Europe that have wanted to do it, and I don't think I could have gotten on a plane and gone over there to do it. So, uh, you know, uh, so there are advantages to the different ways. Well, you know, as I, I say to a lot of my guests and they say to me as well, the world has changed. Nothing after what we've gone through as a country, as, as a planet, is going to go completely back to the way it was because we're not built that way. I can't speak for everyone in the world, but I don't think Americans have a monopoly on ingenuity. And people who are hungry to learn, and when new methods, pun unintended, but I'll keep it, with new methods come along, we grasp them and build onto them. They won't, I don't think virtual teaching, certainly not virtual Broadway shows and, and movies, will take over, but I do think learning virtually is now a thing and i don't think we're going to give it back completely as and the excellent example as you say i mean i've interviewed people in paris and greece and so forth without ever leaving my home studio and here you are the more your pattern method is online and ebooks video and you the more people from all over the world are going to want to learn to do this after all as we say it's a beautiful way to end the day and make it a beautiful thing. I wonder, I know I'm rambling on and on. It's just that the more we talk, the more I find there's more to talk about. So let's go back again and see if we can find out a few more things about the social media reviews. That's coming to your website, but for now they're on Twitter. 
If you go to the website, it will ask you for your email. And that's where I've been sending out when these virtual classes are or different things, just so people know. And then also like you can go to the OG Rose writing Twitter account that a lot of people have used because I don't have a DLGPM Twitter. I don't want to have too much social media because then it becomes overwhelming and you don't do any of it well. So by just kind of focusing on, on a few, say OG Rose writing for Twitter, and, and then you can find that also on Instagram, that makes it where you're doable. I think it's better to do them well. Uh, there's also a Facebook for the DLGPM that you can find different things. Um, but the most information and testimonies and different things would be on the actual website, which is the DLGPM.com again. Okay, D-L-G-P-M, as in Daniel L. Garner, pattern method. So what's next then? I mean, again, O.G. Rose, Michelle Garner, Daniel Garner, and the three little Garners. You had as much of a challenging 15 months as anyone with all the things you do, the family business, of course, raising a family. How did you fare through this? Because you sound more upbeat and positive and creative than ever. What happened? Oh, you're kind, Marcella. Well, what is uh, what is Voltaire say at the end of Candy that we have to tend our gardens? I suppose. So yes. you know, we go out and tend our gardens. Um, well, you're very kind, Marcella. You know, then I guess next we're going to try to survive wedding season here. You know, we're getting back into that. We'll see if we do that. <laughs> um, uh, but but we've also um, we do also like you mentioned a lot of writing. We 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 did manage to uh, to get one book that's part of more of a philosophy series on thinking. Volume one is up on Amazon that we got. I've owned volume two which is called Reconstructing ASA is, is done. I just have to edit it. Uh, there's another book on aesthetics that we're getting up. So we're putting those things up. That's been neat and had some people want to review them and enjoy them in the philosophy world. We mostly do our fiction. We don't self-publish any of that. We send that to magazines and agents and different things. And we've had some excitement. I've got, we've got, like you mentioned, Broken Pencil and these different ones that are putting out stories. And then uh, the the literary group one is going to, to publish some things coming up. Uh, so that's all been real neat. Uh, you know, luckily when you, uh, with the, the wedding, I, I have always tried to have a, a few different jobs uh, just in case one goes <laughs> goes down, which was which was good uh, to, to, to pick that up. And like I said, it's been a chance to explore the pattern method um, and to, to do things on the farm. So you know, I, I guess you you uh, it, it can be tough not to see people or to not be able to go to your to your local uh, coffee house. But, uh, you know, we didn't we were, you know, we're very fortunate. My goodness, people have lost loved ones. We did. We have not lost loved ones uh, to COVID. Mm. Uh, you know, we have not uh, you know, we, we did have it run through the farm, but there was nothing severe or anything like that. And so so I feel like we've been very blessed. Uh, in, in that regard. And not not everyone can say that. So we, we, we've been very blessed in it. And we just, uh, we've kept going and the kids get, uh, the kids get happier every single day. Uh, Haven has taken to notebooks. I'll tell you what, that's a cheap toy. That's much better than Lego. They just get them a notebook <laughs> and they sit down and create their worlds and write their stories. I'll tell you what, I'll take Grace has, it's, it's hilarious. So we, so, so I appreciate you asking Marcella. We've, we've been blessed through it. And, uh, and like I said, not everyone can say that, but we've, we've been blessed. What do you want us, we, we probably should go, but what do you want us to take away from this conversation? People who, who may be hearing about you and the Pavent Method for the first time and all of your writings. I mean, it's given all that you do, it's really a, a, a potentially extremely broad audience you're speaking to. It's something for everybody, you know, they get to pick and choose, but what's, what's your wish for people to, to be able to carry in their heart after this conversation? 
I think it's very important that anyone out there who's thinking about starting to do something, make sure you start doing it in a way that you can build your confidence in it before you submit it to people who will judge it harshly. Because although we will eventually have to put our, the things we pour our heart into in front of other people, if you build confidence in yourself in doing it, you will not be disillusioned if somebody says a mean word about something you care about. In fact, you'll take it constructively and put it in a positive direction. So make sure you build your confidence in something as you go along and to also believe in it. Trust me, I, I couldn't, I was a terrible writer for a very, very long time. Uh, you know, 10 or 15 years, it was not very good. But you'd actually be amazed, although it's the case that you can't get nearly as much done in a day as you think, you can actually get a lot more done in a year than you think. And as long as you keep in mind that big picture, you'd be surprised what you can what you can get done. And also, I think it's important, you know, uh, I, it, you know, it's always dangerous when people say there's two kinds of people in the world, but I'm going to go for it. And, you know, it's a dangerous thing. But, you know, I, I, there's two kinds of people in the world. There, there are people who only absorb and there are people who also create who don't just absorb, but they do something with what they take in. And I think in today's world where we're constantly being forced to absorb negativity, the bad, these stories, everything going wrong, that if we don't develop ways to create something beautiful out of it, to turn it around and to make something positive, then we're just going to absorb the negative and that's going to weigh us down. So I would just say to everyone that it's very important to find a way, an outlet, I guess, is the language people use to create with what you're absorbing. We can't help but absorb things. I mean, we're in the world, we're walking by, we're listening to people, we're in the store, you know, we're on TV, social media, but make sure you find a way to create something with what you absorb, rather it be music, rather it be starting a business, rather it be some, a way you socialize with your friends. That will go a long way to making life feel more joyful and more meaningful and to give you the confidence to keep going. Excellent. Excellent, Daniel. All right. Let's hope everyone does take that lesson to heart and, and build on it, as you say, in their own way, but grow with it, build with it. You can find wonderful works, varied works of Daniel L. Garner and Michelle Garner on ogrose.com and on DLGPM, as in Daniel L. Garner Pattern Method.com. Daniel, thank you so very much for being on the show. I have to tell you, it's been a remarkable show uplifting and inspiring in every way. And we continue to wish you and all dear to you all the very best. Okay. Thank you, Marcello. It's, it's always an honor and a pleasure. I enjoy speaking with you immensely. Thank you so very much, Daniel L. Garner. All the very best. Hi, I'm Marcello Rolando of Rolando and Dresner Productions, introducing our new musical dramedy, A Little Place Called Earth, book by Marcello Rolando and music and lyrics by Larry Dresner. And here from a little place called Earth is It Will All Work Out. Music and Lyrics by Larry Dresner. My life was nice and cozy With the sun around me Then I felt a raindrop And the skies were suddenly all cloudy Now here I'm standing in the rain, no umbrella, no overcoat, no money. Sometimes forced to sing in a cappella before you lose your temper and your mind gets in a flurry. Just tell yourself, no, honey, never cry and never, never worry. It'll all work out. It can't rain forever. It'll all work out. 
Marcello Rolando, The Reasonable Voice, thanking you for joining us and becoming one of the reasonable voices heard round the world. Why so many hate crimes lately? The question itself betrays a culture of convenience now, instant gratification tomorrow, and denial forever. Unless the very core of our collective human psyche is upended by the truth that sets us free from the big lies humankind procreated even before 1607, we'll continue to complicate needed solutions. 1. Housing is what ends homelessness. 2. Taxing billionaires actually helps working poor. 3. Common ground computerless rural areas, and disconnected urbanites. However, until we reach such social platforms of faith of our mothers as well, hope by and by in each other, and love for all the people all of the time, this truth hurts. Hate is but the tip of our human history iceberg imprisoned in the foundation of Cain and Abel, sweltering on the hellish quartet of self-destructive pillars. Envy, anger, fear, and a newly re-unmasked variant of civil war. Truly, there are only three comparatively new feeders of hate crimes. 1. American media has discovered it bleeds, so it leads. 2. We the people are too easily contented by stop-gap government measures, instead of single-mindedly in union with each other and the leaders we elect at every level, upholding the intended exceptional belief we hold these truths to be self-evident. All are created equal. 3. Too often now our military and police are increasingly magnets for extremists, because some of us cannot be trusted with guns and the power to use them with prejudice. 120 years after Honest Abe, the right exchanged our 16th icon for republicanism born of Kay and Wall Street's lust for Frank Lust's contract with America, deserting Reagan's welfare queens for the Trump. Hate, like Jim Crow after it, and slavery before literacy tests, has always been America's foggy bottom evolving ever watchful of who it embraces and who it excludes, through mangled patriotism's twisted interpretations, particularly of our Constitution's first fifteen amendments. 
Although none of our presidents, nor our political parties, have been perfect, few colluded with Wall Street CEOs in the White House like Dick Cheney in an attempt to amuse the too-big-to-jails greed for power, sacrificing our global economy on the altar of the Great Recession, intentionally drowning America in a Norquist bathtub of foreign oil wars, and, domestically, Americans invested in the stock market, real estate, or home mortgages found themselves victims of foreclosure, without life savings or employment, thus laid bare as the welcome mat for an inciter of January 6, 2021 violence. The point is, our responses to the Great Recession, COVID-19, and the January 6 attackers on the Capitol building and the members of Congress define us and by extension, both the military and civilian leaders we give power over us. If we can't differentiate between the truth and the big lies we continue to tell ourselves about the big lies those we elect tell us, then our democratic republic hangs by our pinky fingernails. If we truly believe businesses can't find post-COVID employees because of government stimulus and not because of the low wages they offer, then we've been watching too much corporate-owned TV news, in addition to Fox. If we can't accept the real possibility that our ex-president is not only guilty of felonious behavior, but has dangerously damaged our nation and society through his violent supporters, dark, dirty money enablers, and rented Republican senators and governors, then we have become the real-time sitcom for which Putin, China, and North Korea have been waiting. Recognizing our denial has less of a chance to stop climate change than Republicans have of stopping January 6th Commission investigation is a good first step towards surviving the mesmerized Trump dominions. Admitting that over a half a million people died here from COVID may open our eyes to the lesson that still among the living are people who happily value their opiate income more than the lives of those addicted to them facing the reality of america's new civil war we might see january sixth as our fort sumter for there are millions of americans amassing weapons that can inflict mass human destruction all over america just waiting for the rhetoric follow-through of stand back and stand by the wise will not see humor in 40% of Americans armed and ready to strike we the 60% because post-COVID has spawned a new level of fear in the likes of Charles Koch regurgitating money and the written word into the coffers of Koch red-mapped red state legislatures, furiously racing against racial history to radicalize the ruination of parity. The 62 House members who voted against the bipartisan hate crimes bill are as much a lesson for us as climate change, COVID-19, the colonial pipelines panic-buying gasoline lines, and the recent deep freeze of Americans living in Texas. But teaching civics, civic duty, and equal means equal to our children as early as middle school could be our democracy's best hope. Thank you, and join us. Become one of the reasonable voices heard round the world.
Thank you for continuing to listen to, support, and share the Reasonable Voice Blog Talk Radio with family and friends, especially online. We enjoy hearing from you, and in response, yes, we are now accepting new company and business advertisers and welcoming organizations seeking to be one of our sponsors. So please do continue to email us at thereasonablevoice at gmail.com. However, if you prefer to simply make a donation, your donations are greatly appreciated and can be made through PayPal by clicking on the donate button found at the top of the homepage of the Reasonable Voice. Thank you for joining us today to make every day as reasonable as possible. We hope you will download and share our downloadable podcasts. I'm Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, hoping you will become one of the reasonable voices heard around the world. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.